Hello and welcome to I'm on my period piece. I'm Lindsay. I'm Molly. And we're the Sherman sisters. This week we're going back to school. Yes. And we're becoming intellectuals again. This is sort of the great courses in partnership with the Sherman sisters present math. <laughs> We've teased it for a few weeks uh-huh. and it's finally here. And I would say our first um, material on math uh-huh. is um, It's a Beautiful Mind. Uh, oh, hey! I made a little song in music class. That's great. Did you like that? I liked that. I thought quite of that joke earlier. Wait, are we to do more than this movie about math? No. Okay, but good. I think if we ever wanted to revisit a different math movie, as maybe like um, supplemental to this, yeah, we, we named a few that kind of work. Yeah, we could sort of do this every fall. Pick an yes. academic, yeah. you know, so we can do a science one and then uh-huh. a history one, and then next year we'll do a different math one. Yeah. yeah. But are there period pieces about? History teachers or English teachers? Oh, yeah. Okay. Dead Poet Society for we English We already te- watched that one. Oh, we did. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure. We'll look around. We'll I find I wish something. we could watch Mona Lisa smile again. Well, we always can. We always can. Yeah. A redux. Yes. Um, boy, that was a fun film. I loved it. One of my comfort movies, uh-huh. I think. All the girls are in it. All the girls are in it. Yeah. Every one of them, and they're all wearing red lipstick. God uh-huh. bless. Everyone really looked their best in that they movie. They really did. They're so young. Mm-hmm. So their cheeks were so shiny. Yes. You know? And rosy. Well, before we start talking about A Beautiful Mind. Uh-huh. It's a beautiful mind. Yeah, that had more of the vim that I was looking for. Thank you. No, you did a great job. Thank you. Don't, um, don't sell yourself short. Oh, come on now. Um, as is our custom. Uh-huh. Let's sync up, bitch. Please. What have you been up to? Thank you for asking, as always. You're welcome. Um, I watched Halloween for the first time. Hey! With Jamie Lee Curtis. Was it good? And Kyle Richards. Is she like a main part in it? She's a little girl in it. I know, but is she like a Thor yeah. Birch and Hocus uh, Pocus type thing? No, not that kind of attitude, but she's like got lines and stuff. She's Interesting. Like, she's who Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, well, she babysits her for a little while. Okay. While her sister gets murdered. I'm not sure I've ever seen a very young Jamie Lee Curtis. You know, she's somebody I don't who's think I have either. <laughs> because oh. she just looked middle-aged a little bit in like her... <laughs> Even at that point. Yeah, well, it's it wasn't her skin or hair or anything. Like, she definitely had the countenance of a young woman. Yeah. Not the spirit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's kind of like when you rewatch um, When Harry Met Sally, as I want to do at least once a year, uh-huh. and you see a young, ostensibly, Carrie Fisher. Yeah. She's supposed to be like 30 years old. And it's like, it, there's not, you can't, it's not just because the hair was weird or because the makeup was so bad at this time. Yeah, what was She's it? just got kind of like a, like a Maxine greeting card type of a uh-huh. zinger attitude. Well, spinster humor was very popular in the 90s. Yes, for sure. Um... And and really early too. Yeah, <laughs> like the girls tossed it in early. I, they were like, "Well, I'm, you know, I'm 28, so I'm remember? not the freshest egg in the carton." No. And it's like, "What are you talking about?" I remember Target being absolutely papered with over the hill cards, and they were all for forty. Can you believe this? Yeah, I um, can. It's insane. And then oh, you know, over the hill, like they mean you're in the second half of your life. Yeah, that is so dark. Yeah. Wow. Like, Oof. I have to, but that, in my mind, that's still my conception of 40. So yeah. when I meet people that don't have their shit together at 40, I'm like... You're over the hill, bud. You're over the hill. <laughs> it's too late. Wrap it up. And by the time I get to 40, I'm going to laugh that I ever thought that. No, it's like, so young, honestly. The crazy part of life is like, am baby? Whole life? Right. You know, like... Period. And that's, and that's a funny thought when you realize like that even 60-year-olds are like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Yeah. It was sort of scary. It. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't know. I need an elder in the community. One of y'all has to pretend to know. Okay. Mm-hmm. God. Well, would you I, recommend Halloween? Nah. I mean, I know that's like verboten, but yeah. they, you know, it is what it is. We also, um, we saw Nope. Oh. Would recommend that. I would like to see that. That was just a really nice time at the movie theater. Hey, you know what? I had a good time. I've seen both of the other two Jordan Peele movies mm-hmm. in the theater, and I do think that being in the theater... Mm-hmm. The theater. Theater is the way to see it. It's the like, move. He makes movies for people who loves movies. Love movies. Loves movies. Loves movies. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, kind of the way that Tarantino is kind of like... 
I love to make films for film appreciators, you know? Yes. But less pretentious about it, I feel. Right. Yeah, I... And I think this one was, like, a little bit um, less of, like, a horror film. Oh, is that so? I would say so. I mean, it definitely has some spooky-ooky parts, but, like... Is it more more comedy or what? Comedy adventure. Okay. Um, Well, and I just think Kiki Palmer is a star. She is a damn star. Like, every scene she's in, I was like, this is a magnetic individual. Truly. And just so fun. Craig was like, well, what else what has a she personality. been in? And I was like, honestly, probably not all that much that you would have seen, but like, yeah, she just keeps herself in the conversation. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And um, she seems to like, I don't know, she seems to have like a universally positive reputation. Yeah. I feel like, like there's no group of people that's like, you know, I we have beef about Kiki Palmer. You know what I mean? I would like, want to know them. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like. I feel like she maybe sort of keeps out of, like, standum drama. Which yeah. That's wise. As a public figure is sometimes very hard to do, I'm guessing, so. God, I bet. Ooh. Ooh. No, so, thank you. Like, sometimes I'm surprised that I, like many other kids, was would be like, oh, I want to be famous, like, when I'm older. Those people... Those people. That's no kind of life. Really a pretty complicated way to live. Yeah, not not more fun, certainly, I, I don't feel. I can't imagine it's no. more fun. Let me tell you what is fun. Just sort of doing your little tasks. Oh, man, I you love know? to do my little tasks. I made chocolate orange cupcakes on Sat- uh, Friday night. Those were so dumb. I'm glad you enjoyed them. So dumb. Uh, yeah, that was just uh, on a lark. God, you just happen to have all those ingredients? No, not at all. This thing <laughs> will happen where, like, I'll just be a, tell Craig, like, I'm in the mood to bake something. Okay. What's the flavor profile you're feeling? And he'll kind of describe something, and then I'll find a recipe, and he'll go get the stuff. Wow. It's awesome. That is so nice. <laughs> I love that dynamic for y'all, too. Oh, it's really fun. It's just very sweet. Like, tell me what you want. Got it. Okay. Here's the ingredients I need. I'm on my way out. And you don't even have to be the one that leaves the house. No, he always goes to the store. Ain't that something. It's really nice. That's so nice. Um, But yeah, those cupcakes were fun. Um, They were so, I know everyone hates this word, but moist. You know what? And let me tell you something else. Somehow the timer got turned off while I was making them. And... uh, it doesn't need to be said, but I wasn't sober. Right. You know. Right. Um, but so you just knew your inner knowing led you. Yes. I was like, it's time. And I pulled them out perfectly. <laughs> they were so good. Thank they you, They were man. so good. They were fun to make. And then, yeah, yesterday I was going to go antiquing um, with my friend Jenny. Yeah. And, like, thought I would just get a few knickknacks or baubles and... Not make a major furniture commitment? I made a major. I think Craig and I were thinking about it, and I was like, yeah, that's the most I've ever spent on a piece of furniture. Wow. I'm not sure what I... What the most I've ever spent on a piece... Probably our couch now. But yeah. it's, like, not even that nice of a couch. It's just sort of big. But it's a... Like, it serves all your needs. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I'm going to go leather couch as soon as it's feasible. <laughs> Absolutely, babes. Yeah. For sure. Mom What's, and dad were really onto something there. I want exactly that couch. Why did they get rid of any of this know. furniture? And I don't it know where like you a nice go mat leather. or something like that anymore I don't know. either. Uh, you yeah. might have to go to like Mattress Mac. It was that couch at mom and dad's house. The color was sort of like what? Like a catcher's mitt color. Like kind of a golden. Yeah. Grandfather's shoe. Yeah. But it was like this nice deeply like beaten and worn in but like not scuffed looking mm-hmm. leather Ugh. can't get anything like that anymore that thing was really special honestly furniture is all just like such crap it's so now mid everything is so mid and, like where do you go to get like i good know things? it's particle board well that's why i've been like the the my major purchase was like a bookcase sideboard from this yeah. place uh in austin that like refurbishes um was it room service or uptown modern okay yeah yeah um very fun in I there i haven't been in there in so long girl they've got really like if you're ready to make a major furniture purchase consider they've got there. some good things yeah i might go back to them for chairs man i need to go spend some more time on the north loop and burnett road that shit rules it is such it's a, a vibe real, damn treasure trove over there yeah for sure also room service best prices in town i love room service yeah what a great place it's just fun to go into 
I go, like I was talking about it with my friend Anna. It's like I take it for granted, but I go to room service probably once a month at least. You do? Yeah. Greg wow. and I will just sometimes get bored and go to room service. That's so nice. You're like, what do you what do you want to do? do you <laughs> we just go really to room do service? spend all our time together like retirees, <laughs> like, <laughs> just sort of puttering around. Oh, well, then we garden <laughs> and went antiquing. That's yeah, I mean, we watched the Ganges with Sue Perkins in one sitting. I love that for y'all. That was fun as hell. Also, you guys got to watch the Ganges with Sue Perkins, as well as Joanna Lumley's Silk Road Adventure. <laughs> How long would it take to watch all of that one? Uh, mm-hmm. Lumley, I think, is four 45-minute episodes. Okay, okay. And the Ganges, I think, is only three like, okay. 45-minute episodes. That's so good to hear, because I'm just always so loathe to take on a new television I project. I get it. It's like, I don't need a whole new hobby. You know what I mean? Yeah. I need, like, to dip my toes in something for about an hour and a half to two hours. Dude, really, like... When you tuck in for the evening, throw on some Lumley. I think, I think you're really going to enjoy great. it. She's having the tea of her L on the Silk Road Adventure. She shares your birthday. As I found out today mm-hmm. at Book People. Um, and yeah. Here, back to And how you. old is she? Uh, like 76, I think. Unbelievable. She's got the best work. Good for her. Because you can tell that she's like... Yeah. She's been tucked here and there. For sure. But she but just looks gently. like a very... Well, I think that she just dresses so like age appropriate. Yes. And, like, very classy. You love to see it. You know how, like, Judy Dench does a lot of scarf work? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's something that older ladies, I think it's very cute when they're, like... When they get into I'm their not, scarf era? <laughs> yeah. They're, like, I'm not going to go down quietly. What I'm going to do is have a loud scarf. Oh, I can tell you right here and right now <laughs> that you and I are going to drop absolute <laughs> coin <laughs> at Hermes when we're older. Period. Because a lady's neck does betray her. It does. For one There's thing. nothing you can do about it. Like, when mm. you and I were watching... Um, the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. Y'all gotta watch this shit. <laughs> we were dying because, like, for, the, I have just, face blindness watching them. I, I truly cannot tell. Truly, there's about three four or four to of them. five of these women look identical. I, they, they'll show like a flashback too of like something that happened on a previous season in their franchise, and I'm like, which one is this? Yeah, none <laughs> of you the, have your original face. The work just keeps getting more and more progressively and it's like intense. Same work too. Yeah, it's they all awful. have the same nose and the same mouth and the same. Like, oh god, the fact that where are unique faces? I don't, man. <clears throat> I don't know. You guys, you got to let some Gabby Hoffman's through. Okay. You know? What a magnetic personality. Yeah, great face. Uh, Maria Doyle Kennedy. Yeah, love her. Very unique, pleasing face. What a specific I'm person. I'm going to start <laughs> listing faces that I like that are unique faces. Vincent yeah. Cassell, very interesting oh, face. Oh, very interesting face. Very talented. So talented, <laughs> that one. Anyway, we were oh, watching. You, know, you girls know how it is when you watch Vincent Cassell. Right? You guys <laughs> know who that is? <laughs> This was such a hit in high school. Mm. <laughs> yum, yum, yum. We all like Rafe finds, right? <laughs> they don't make men like Richard Harris anymore. No, I really did. I have such don't. a crush on Richard Harris. Girl, we all do. He's right above your head right now. I know. In my room. I found a frame for that. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. I can't wait to see it. That's state surplus. Hey, look at you. Uh, I'm excited to hang it on my new adult piece of furniture. Oh, yeah. It's going to go in the living room. Oh, yeah, you didn't describe the piece of furniture. Oh, I mean, it's like a mid-century teak. um, Gorgeous. Like, I guess you could call it a sideboard or something. There's, like, cabinetry at the bottom. It's more complicated than that. It's like a hutch kind of It's kind of like a hutch. Yeah. Um, But, like, meant to go behind my dining table. Yeah, that's going to be so good. And I am a girl with knickknacks. Yeah. Yeah. Having a place to display all of those is quite important. It's pretty important, especially because they're overloading my piano. I don't know if yeah, you noticed, you just, every time you come over, there's another little knickknack on the piano. You know, one thing that does bum me out slightly about my house is that there aren't just a ton of, like, surfaces to put things on. Or if I hmm. could, then, like, the kids will ruin them, you know? Well, I might get, you know, my comeuppance when I'm in that phase of my right. life. And, you know, like, I think actually it's probably more to do with the kids than anything, because I'm like, I do have, you know, a couple in my living room and... And, like, I've just given up on, like, the thought of having a cute coffee table situation right now. I'm like, the kid, that's, I've seeded that ground to the children. Yep. This is theirs. It's covered in, like, marker that's bled through paper and, like, girl, it is what it is. We're just going to ride this. Who cares? We're going to ride this thing to hell and then once they're 
you know, old enough to not make a complete mess on everything will get, like, a really nice one at some point. But, boy. Yeah. It's just not happening right now. Not yet. I love coffee table books. I'd love to collect them. One day. Someday. I love inside jokes. <laughs> love to have one one day. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, hey, your shelves look really great in here. Oh, thank you. And I love where the turkey is. Of course. She's in a place of honor. Yeah. I feel, honor. I feel that way. Right on top of David Sedaris. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So... Back you, to you. This is you now. Okay, yeah. So as Molly alluded to, I did the very exciting task of taking every book off my bookshelf, dusting it really well, dusting the books, because it had been a while. Oh, man. Curl the dust situation. I'm it nervous. was like severe. Um, and Well, and these are glass, so it'll betray you. Oh, my God. I hate this stupid bookshelf. <laughs> I really need, I want to get built-ins or something, but anyways, yeah, I like cleaned off and reorganized my bookshelf in our bedroom and I keep looking at it. I'm like, oh, it looks so much better. It oh really does. I also um, like the placement of all of Parker's um, Lego architecture. Oh my God, there's so many of them. Yeah. Mom and dad really kept giving him those. They did for like a couple Christmases, I guess. We, one, two, three, four. Where is like, the top of the um, Eiffel Tower? Do we know? Hell if I know. Okay. <laughs> I do not know. Um, but yeah, that was that was the undertaking. This was one of those weekends that I was like, this is kind of a an ideal weekend for me dude not like yeah not much on the docket uh-huh. the kids were for some reason just very like wiped out from their gymnastics camp so like they were I mean they both took kind of like a restful period in the afternoon on Saturday so I did as well and then nice we watched the godfather of course <laughs> oh my god dude girl you finished it right we did and it's like you know it's good and then you go watch it again and you're like i just it's so i just can't i'm yeah. struck afresh with how entertaining that movie is it really is like sometimes watching a classic movie feels like you know eating your vegetables or something and it's like no this one is just fun from I beginning think that's to how end i felt with halloween oh yeah. Yeah. yeah but no but there's like I love when you encounter an old yes. movie and it's like, oh, I would watch this if it came out now. And totally. I would stan it. And I feel a like freak. the 70s kind of had like a high hit rate for that. The 70s had the best movies and bands. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. Um, like, I was asking, not great TV. They weren't really doing that yet. Yeah, I don't think they had. It was certainly not prestige TV. I'll tell no. you that much. No. Um, but, well, I mean, they had like good TV in the 60s, but then I guess it sort of. I mean, took they, a little dip. They just all kind of did the same thing, you know, yeah. half-hour comedy. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Anyways, um, but yeah, I was watching it. I was like, I love how, like, 70s movies kind of have this, like, brown aura. Like, yes. not not in, like, an aesthetically ugly way, just, like, in a very warm, uh-huh. like, the lighting feels permanently autumnal. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, wrap me up in that. It was so nice. You know what, like, modern movie did a good job of imitating that was, like, Pineapple Express. Yeah. I haven't seen that since it came out. Worth a rewatch. Is it really? Yes. That's so fun. But I was asking Parker if he'd seen Harold and Maude because that was for a moment of mm-hmm. an object of fascination to me. Uh, what a weird film. Yeah, man. What an unusual film. You really, I know, um, you know, I'm not promoting Roman Polanski. Right. But you do need to watch Rosemary's Baby to see Ruth Gordon in quite a different light. Oh, I I, I actually do need to watch that movie. It's Is a it really scary? good movie. Is it, like, yeah. super scary? Okay. It's a, but not, like, reach out and grab you. It's just, like, creepy. Dread. Yeah, dread and creepy. Do you remember how we saw the Julia Stiles omen, like, a couple of times? We did. Why? Why? <laughs> I guess there was, like, nothing else out, or we, we were, like... We had to go support Julia Stiles. Yeah, and what's what's his face? Liev Schreiber. Oh, yeah. Parker's film doppelganger. Yeah, there's a new Parker on the streets these days. I meant to... There is. I don't remember who it is, but next time I encounter him, I'll let you know. Okay, yeah. Do do please do. I will. Um, Oh, how funny, Julia Stiles, because she sort of looks like us. Yeah. How kooky-dookie. Are they uh, married? They are, and he's like an ambassador. Y'all should watch it together. The Omen? Yeah. And be like, look. Look, it's us. Take a look. And one of our children may be from Satan. Who knows? Who's to say? <laughs> Was this movie warning us? <laughs> no, our children are no. absolute angels. That's how they get you. That's how they so get you. So is Lucifer. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
No, I'm trying to, like, other than that, though, I'm like, I don't think we did much. Like, we just sort of did little household tasks, like, man, cleaned up. A you little. swung by my house. Yeah. Which, like, so did Nicole. I love a swing in, swing oh, out. Oh, it's so nice. It's old fashioned, and I need people to do it again. Yeah. You know? That did feel very old fashioned. Yeah. In a way. And just come visit for, like, half hour, hour. Come visit. And then, if you're out running errands, just feet, drop in. Because I'm going to watch a movie with my husband tonight. The vibes were so pleasant at your up your home on Saturday oh, afternoon. I'm so I was glad like, to hear it. Man, just like the all that light streaming in yeah, and you were like a really nice light in there. Ultimate girls trip. <laughs> and oh, you like put yeah. that on the plate with TV. I love to like come over and watch TV. And we were like <laughs> just being so loud like Craig look at this. Hey wait Craig look Craig, and look. And don't don't you think she's just <laughs> kind of like gross <laughs> like watching his reactions. I just Did you see that? I don't know why I was like trying to introduce him to Dorenda like he didn't watch several seasons of New York with me well you know we can all stand to rediscover Dorinda from now on again y'all I just love her I do too I really do too I think that truly at the end of the day I think Dorinda's watch her a do sweet something girl. super terrible on this season god she's gonna do something terrible tomorrow I bet for <laughs> sure but I'm like I do believe that her intentions are pure as of August 8th based on what we know of her 8 48 p.m central standard time mm-hmm. everything I know of Dorinda Medley I'm pro. Yeah. Well, not everything, but not most every, of No, it. no, no. I'm just saying yeah, I have on the all data. Yeah. And I'm still pro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If I learn something new, my position is liable to change. Yeah. And that's my right. Here. Signed my, on this, the 8th of August. And my views do not reflect my employer. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Dorinder. What a mess. I love her. And that they got her dressed like Prince. In and the, nobody in told the her. Nobody told her. She looks great. I have been enjoying quite a bit today the um, internet's reaction to Teresa Judice's wedding. I didn't realize she got married. Yes, and her hair was rather large. Well, you know. Yeah, and then she and her absolute her groom, smallest forehead. The smallest forehead. <laughs> I can hardly believe it. There was, like, footage from the reception, I think, where they're, like, dancing, and the floor has, like, a smoke machine, like, a bunch of them. Uh-huh. And it's, like, waist high on them and, like, thick smoke. Oh, my like, God. Like, they look like they're in a cloud. This is, like, a Gwen Shamblin look. Exactly. And Jan Sport had a, twi- a TikTok about it, and he was like, I grew up in New Jersey. I'm only surprised that you guys are surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, her hair is huge, and it also it looks like she nuts? got married at a strip mall. Yeah, I don't know, right, what's going on there. Girly. What, okay, so did she divorce her husband while he was in prison? I think so, and I also think he was, like, deported to Italy. Well, you don't hear that all that often. Oh God, take me. I would like to be deported to Italy. <laughs> yes, it's me, Joe Judice. <laughs> <laughs> Reporting for deportment. <laughs> Aye, aye. <laughs> you know what, Is there boys? Some sort of Just drop me at the Spanish steps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Man. Oh, man. Well, um, as we mentioned, okay, I guess. Okay, so yes, math, math course. Um, we, we took a little quiz that Molly found. We did. That was it, the most insulting thing <laughs> I've ever seen. Above each question, it would say, the grade. What grade? And like whether it was an easy or a hard question for that grade. It was and from gotoquiz.com. So if right. you search, if you go onto Google Bing, <laughs> duck, duck, go. Sure. And you search, what grade am I in? Yeah. Go to the go to quiz if you want to okay. follow along. Okay. It's, it's not that long of a quiz, you guys. I think it's only like 20 questions, but roundabout question 16, I was like, I don't uh, recognize oh. <laughs> these symbols. And it was still like... Come on, girl, you still got two years of high school left. Like, it was when I started to absolutely struggle. I felt humiliated by By around sixth grade. Like, they started doing, like, algebra stuff, and I was like, that is a lie. I didn't do algebra until eighth grade. That is... Yeah, I guess so. I mean, in my heart, I've always felt like... If I kept a better attitude with math, <laughs> that I would have been better about it. Like, you know... Same. Um, I do think this a lot. The parable in... Uh, the the Bible. Well, have you read the Bible? <laughs> in between your little Sally Rooney books, have you found time to read the Lord? Um, okay, you know the one where Jesus gets his boys out on the water? Yeah, for sure. And he's like, 
you can do it. And they're definitely doing it. Those cats are walking. Yeah. And then one of them looks back and he's like, oh, and he falls. I think that's math for me. <laughs> I think that I stopped believing in myself. I could have been the next John Nash. I could have been John I Nash. I believed in me a little harder. That's so true because I feel like sometimes the people... Like, I had a couple friends in high school who were, like, doing at least the same level of, like, rigor at, for, as I was for mm-hmm. um, language arts and social studies. And then we're also taking, like, yes. AP physics and stuff. And I was like... Yeah, there's something wrong with those kids. I, like, definitely think that you're at least as smart as me, but I don't think you're, like, three times smarter than me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's some gap between you and me when it comes to math, and some of it, I feel, is actually just an attitude problem. <laughs> on because on I, my part, due to attitude problems from math teachers yes, directed right back at me. I think that's exactly what it is, because I saw those broads and said, never gonna be me. And Absolutely if that means not. that I'm math illiterate to avoid that outcome, so period, be it. per, I can't stand and a math teacher. I also felt there was a lot. And if I have a math teacher friend that I forgot about, doesn't apply to you, girly. I love I, you. I don't mean you. I mean all the ones that educate. But you know me. who I'm talking about. Yeah. Any math teacher that you would be friends with would be like, yeah, no offense taken. A lot of my colleagues suck. Yes. You know. Um, but also, I think that there was a lot of discussion at the time that was like, boys tend to be better in math and girls tend to be better at language arts and social studies. And I was like, definitely. And as an extremely feminine person, I'm for sure going to just focus my energy there, which like those were the things I was more interested in organically as a kid anyways. Yeah. But still it's like, I could have like performed with math. I I did pretty well on the SAT in math though. Yeah. I remember that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, not like incredible, but like pretty well, you know, I always, um, it was a really small camp of people that only took some AP classes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, no, I feel like there were a lot of kids that were like, physics, not me. Well, yeah, everyone in my cohort, though, essentially was oh, like, really? I'm taking it all. Yeah, oh, the, the, the competitiveness just kind of kept <laughs> dialing up. Yeah. My friend Colleen did all of them. Every one of them. Every subject. I mean, she didn't do like European history, but I think she'd done like of all the ones that you could just like take without them being an elective. Yeah. So we did fancy lad ones. Like Euro and AP World. Art history. Art history. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they were the best. I wouldn't, honestly, I would not change a thing. No, me neither. But that being said, math teachers... You know what you're doing. No one can tell me that you don't know what you're doing. Right. Like, There's something, I'm sorry, I just feel that they always pick on pretty girls. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. It was because I was a pretty girl. It's For because sure. I was too pretty. No, too I'm popular. <laughs> I'll be the first to tell you that I really, my face wasn't facing, nothing was quite situated where it needed to be for like a long time. <laughs> so I'm not, but I do feel that I had charm. Yes. And so I remember <laughs> making, I'm acting like I'm pleading for my 15 year old self's life. Like, please don't execute her. <laughs> she has, she has potential. She has potential. No, but I would like, I made friends in that class. I was chatty. Yeah, for sure. And like this one teacher was like, like, I was actually doing pretty well in that class. Yeah. Um, and she told mom and dad, like, oh, she's certainly social. It's like... My math teacher in fifth grade said the same thing to mom and dad. And then they were like, we went across... Or no, she said she's, like, so talkative. And she just, like, I can't get her to stop talking, whatever. And then they went to my language arts teacher. And she was like, she's so sociable. She has so many friends. Yeah, like, man, it's all attitude. They were like, which... They both said the same thing. Which one of those was kind you know right or like and that teacher probably just enjoyed you yeah she probably enjoys kids you know what's cool when I was observing to become a teacher myself a few years later I mean many years later she was still there and she remembered me isn't that cool I always um kind of fear that none of my teachers will remember me oh god I do fear that most of my high school teachers have certainly forgotten me and that's a shame Miss Zolier hasn't Miss Zolier probably hasn't because we were Facebook friends until I got off of Facebook yeah, she'd she'd wish a birthday. She wish happy birthday. And it always year. was the highlight. I know it was of like, my Facebook birthday. Uh huh. I get mom, dad, boyfriend. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> it's not until Susan. It's not until Susan drops that cute little comment. Oh, on there. she's so cute. Do you remember when we went to go see David Sedaris and ended up meeting someone like that was sitting next to us that knew her? 
Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, oh, I'm a social studies teacher. And we were like, we are obsessed. Geography. We were like, we were obsessed with our geography teacher. She's like the best person we've ever known. And she was like, what's her name? I might know her from the like circuit. And she did. Yep. And she was like, yeah, that's like the best person I've ever met. And we yeah, were like, man. girl, we know. Period. What a legend. I love So her. clearly we loved our high school academics experience, maths excluded. And for maths me also, excluded. science quite excluded. I had, I had one good math teacher who was like sweet. It was the same one you had in ninth grade. Oh yeah, I liked, she was sweet. I did struggle in her class quite mightily, I fear. I had her in 10th grade though. You had a different subject. I had her yes. for geometry. Okay. But geometry was impossible for me. Oh boy. Really? Yes. It's the most like English. Yeah, except like... I you literally argue. I could. That was the thing. I was like, I don't really want to like walk. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't. I, don't I think there's something about like documenting processes is very yeah, boring you, to you me. You would write your proof. Right. I can't stand doing that shit. I hate documenting a process. You know what I always hated with those like technical writing assignments in school where they were like, tell me how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Girl, you know like, how to do it. Absolute snooze. <laughs> how are you going to be able to differentiate my paper from anyone else's? Okay. Also... The thing is, I never took a technical writing class because I said, this, for me, is not a money-making enterprise. In fact, nothing is. <laughs> I'm going to have to find someone. <laughs> Pretty much relying on whoever I marry to be really good with money because it won't be me. <laughs> I feel like you would have found your way. I would have found my way. You know, I, I was living on my own as a teacher for a yeah. couple of years, um, quite modestly, but, you know, in a cute little apartment. Paying yeah, all my bills. Fun. Your little bachelorette pad. Yeah, it was fun. Those yeah. were fun days. I ate a lot of cheese in that apartment and uh-huh. not much other kinds of food. And beer bread. Beer bread. I did make a lot of beer bread. You also always had pickles there. Yeah, I love pickles. Man, me too. Okay, I guess I'm excited a beautiful to. Mine. I was going to say, I'm excited to harvest your cukes and make some pickles oh, yeah. this fall. Those are going crazy. That's going to be a fun, that'll be a fun fall activity. It will. Do some cannon. Of course. Yeah. Um, Oh, before we start talking about A Beautiful Mind, one more question regarding math. Okay. The girls on TikTok have been talking about what color notebook each subject was for you. So blue. Blue was math for you. Yeah. Explain. Or red. I did red. I think green was always English. Green was always science for me. Mm. And that makes a certain sense. And then yellow was social studies and blue was language arts. Tell the truth. I don't really recall that much um I'm not even sure that that's what I did it's just sort of like if I were to do it now yeah yeah what's the color pairing that makes sense for you yeah I still think math blue it makes me think like calculators yeah for sure okay I see that masculine green was English verdant yeah kind of a lush subject oh that's lovely yeah yellow was history yeah Um, I had a yellow papyrus yeah you know Old things, Old antiquity, things. science. Uh, then by default would be like black, maybe. I don't know. Oh, I th- I was just thinking red, yellow, green, blue, but uh, I didn't even think about a black notebook. That was definitely a valid option. Yeah, I had a few. Now the kids can get whatever the hell they want on a Jeez notebook. Jeez, Louise, because we've been going back to school shopping at Target. You know we have. And. Yeah, it's almost overwhelming. Like your your little products really are so many opportunities to misstep and say the wrong thing about yourself. It's so true. And like the crazy thing is that you don't really actually start buying things that are that kind of like personality revealing mm-hmm. until you're like in fifth, sixth, seventh grade when you'd care about what people thought about you. Oh no, are they starting younger? I mean, I don't. That was like when I remember getting like. I get to choose my binder and I get to, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like we got the school supply list for my second grader and it was like, these are the exact colors of these things to purchase. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. We had a weird technical moment. Why lie? <laughs> I could try to be smooth, but I can't. No. Um, so yeah, A Beautiful Mind, 2001, director Ron Howard. Yeah. And this movie is not what you'd be thinking. It's not, not about math. Thinking. <laughs> and you know something else about it. The first time I watched it, I did not know the real story. Oh, so it was sort of like a sixth sense ending to you to find out that Paul Bettany was... Fake. Fake. Yes. The whole time, like, when they were, like, put him in the, like, like the, I don't know, midway point where they put him in the psych ward. Yeah. I was like, oh my 
God, he's compromised. They're torturing him. They don't know he works for the FBI. Oh, no, you were still following his I story. I was a credulous little rube. I, I guess that's probably the spirit in which they mm-hmm. wanted you to take it. But I guess because I remembered that it was like, the sad thing about it is that Paul Bettany's character is a figment of his, not really a figment of his imagination. It's like a, a hallucination, I guess. Yes. Um, Which is weird because he had other friends. Yeah. But they never saw Charles. Right. Which when I watch it now, I'm like, oh, no one interacts with Charles but Except him. for him. Yeah. Kooky. Um, they make him look so young. Russell Crowe. They did a bang in up this job film. of that because he was 35. Which is not really that old, okay? Ancient. <laughs> and I'll never be that old. Because he's playing 25 at the beginning. And then they make him look like a very sweet little old man by the end, the, too. The aging makeup and looks in this were it. Yeah. Jennifer Connelly. That's a beautiful woman. So pretty. Oh, my, my God. goodness. Wow. What unique features, I too. Know you really, she's different pretty. Yeah. There we go. She's striking. So another, another good face. Yeah. Another pleasing face to uh-huh. me. So apparently she and Paul Bettany met while making this film. Oh. This is... Their story sounds very cute, although I'm like... No, I know. They didn't get together right then. Because they were both in other relationships. Oh, they sure. were just friends, of course. Sure. But then, when 9-11 happened, Paul Bettany Twist. <laughs> was so stressed out trying to get in touch with Jennifer Connelly, who I guess was living in New York at that time. He wanted to confirm that she was safe. And he, like, called her, like, for two days straight and just, like, couldn't get through and was so stressed out that when she finally picked up the phone and, like, they talked, he proposed on the phone. Whoa. Then and there. And then I think she either moved to London or he moved to New York. Are like, they still right together? Then. Yeah. And then they That's got married in 2003. Cute. Yeah. And so they've been married for like nearly 20 years. I would be curious to see what those kids look like because they have quite different complexions. I think that they have one child together, maybe two. And then she had um, one kid from a previous relationship too that he has adopted. But I think she's the most recent Top Gun as well. Oh, which I haven't seen. Uh, I mean, you you kind of know exactly what it is going into it. For sure. It's, like, so much fun. Wow, she is so pretty. She went to Yale and Stanford. Wow, queen. Legend. Man, okay, yeah, so they she has three kids. I think he has two. Um, but... I wonder what role Russell Crowe plays in their lives. I do, too. Well... I mean, neither of them is Australian. I think Russell Crowe is with his Down Under crew all the time. He is very close with Nicole Kidman and Naomi Watts. I did not know that. I really like that. Kate actually seems like the odd one out. Kate Blanchett. Like, I don't think that she Hmm. is necessarily part of their little gang. Also, like... Oh, Hugh Jackman is also very close with them. Wow. Yeah. Kate's, like, kind of spends a fair amount of her time in London now. Yeah. True. Um, True. So... Maybe. I don't know. I would hope that the other girls aren't being mean. I hope not. Uh, yeah. No. They are so, they seem like, when you when you think of that, it's like, that is cute. That y'all are like, I'm drawn to the people that grew up the same way I did. People yeah. that get that Vegemite on toast is something that we eat. Because they all have, like, residences in Australia still. Yeah, I think so. They must really like it there. I guess so. It's winter time there right now, so that's kind of hard to argue with. Let me tell you something, and I'm jealous of that right now, but like I really I've probably said this a million times on this podcast. I cannot the hot make Christmas peace with hot Christmas. No. And like we have it sometimes. Yeah, and I'm furious about it every single time. I went for like the furthest looking forecast that I could find. Oh yeah, for sure. On the internet. And those and are always just based on Christmas. It'll average. be like mid Christmas. Mm. I, I think you both you not you and I both wish that it would be cold. 30 to 40 degrees. That's the exact that right temperature. Um, and in fact, should never get lower than like 32. I don't need, I don't need condensation. I'll take one weekend of snow. One weekend. This every single week has devolved recently into us being like this mother effing heat. I just like, it's, it's all I can talk about. I'll just look at the sky and be like, I felt like it was going to be rain. <laughs> And then it, and then it dissipated. Because if we keep getting teased about it, this has been like what, like a hundred days or something without rain. Yeah, yeah. And I've had a couple of times where I've been driving on the road and I'll get like three drops on my windshield, and I'm like, ah, it's finally happening. And that's it. Nothing I else comes of it. To rain. What is happening? I don't know, man. It's miserable. It's oh my god. Not okay. 
sick of it. Stupid weather. Anyway, this movie starts off in like the, what the late forties or early fifties. Yeah, I think it's like right after World War II ended. Yes. Professor Judd Hirsch is giving these boys the most masturbatory speech about math oh my God. and the importance of mathematicians. It's like shut the hell up. But it's um, Adam Goldberg <laughs> and Anthony Rapp back together again yes. after Wait. Dazed and Confused. Oh my god, I didn't even I think know. about that. And then was that Josh Lucas? Yes, I could yeah. never remember his name. Um, Why do I always think he's like so much younger than he is? Uh, he looks pretty young. Like I, he's fifty one, but for some reason I th- he just permanently feels like a thirty five year old to me. Yeah, because he he came out of the box looking that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right, but. Uh, also, Judd Hirsch came out of the box looking that way. I texted yeah, you. I was oh, like, yeah. that man picked a haircut and Keep minor it. variations Let's on the roll. <laughs> It works for him. Um, okay, so, yeah, they show uh, John Nash. Boy, this AC girl. Girl, she started <laughs> hollering. She said, you, I heard you talking about how hot it is. Yep. <laughs> Let me be of assistance. Um, okay, so John Nash gets to Princeton. Um, he is awkward as hell. Like, clearly doesn't have much in the way of social skills. Me? Um mean says really kind of mean things to people and he is determined to have like an original math idea tm like he's like me too buster get in line right he's like i've got to be special like i've got a he's like not interested in like collaboration he's definitely one of those like lone genius theory kind of people yeah so he just doesn't go to class because he's like i don't need lesser minds to tell me how math works and then he's like just like doodling on his window yeah which is like inextricably tied to this movie now right the notion of writing equations on windows right it's the they own it yeah um which was a clever move honestly yeah it's a cool it looked cool it it sticks with you um but yeah he goes to talk to his professor judd hirsch who's like um you actually like don't warrant any placement here at all Mm -hmm. as a professor or otherwise so like maybe start coming to class but his roommate, as we mentioned, spoiler, was actually the not fake a real roommate. Paul Bettany? It was Paul Bettany. His hair looks so bad in this. Why is yeah. it curly in the back? I didn't even notice that. It's so bad. It's like... He's so pale. The, he is the palest person. And for me to say that... It's saying something. You've embraced a little bit of healthy color you this know, year. You know, I think this is the tannest I've been... It looks really nice on you, Lou. so long. Thank you. Yeah, you should, you should I don't, remember this. I don't feel that I did that much in Cabo to make this happen. Just slow and steady wins the race. But I also think being in the pool, I kind of wonder if that like re- the refracts the light. Refracts. Refracts it. <laughs> Reflects the light back up onto your skin. Yeah, I Because I spent a lot of time in the pool. The pool. Anyways, um, so uh, his roommate and him have, like, a couple of, like, very kooky fights, sort of. Mm-hmm. I don't, whatever. It's a, their relationship seems intense, and it turns out it's because it's his inner demon. Um, he's very bad with the Gorleys. Terrible. As you might imagine. Um, this, like, his friends kind of, like, get this pretty girl to come talk to him. And, like... He says something like, I could pretend to be interested in talking to you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, why don't I just like cut to the chase? No I'd rather reason. have sex with you. And she's like, okay, bye. Anyways, so he and the boys, somehow these boys have decided to hang out with him. Yeah, they, they skipped clean over where they How made he, peace with uh, him. With him being a major jerk. A total jerk. But he, they're like talking about economics or some boring shit. And he's like, <laughs> Actually, so-and-so was wrong. Because here's a theory. If we all try to approach the pretty blonde, like they're like competing over this girl, then yeah, all of us will strike out. But like if we all go for one of... And, if, and then if we like try to get with one of her friends, like they'll feel like sloppy seconds. So what we should all do is pick one of her friends and then like leave the blonde alone. And I'm like, he just like invented pickup well, artistry. <laughs> You Ew. know, it's just like uh, just like how Mark Zuckerberg was driven by the need to rate women that we have the best tech we've ever seen in the world. <laughs> so useful. So beautiful. So and everyone's gonna use Meta. Oh my god. 
I love that guy on TikTok that's There's like, here's TikTok why Facebook is collapsing. I'm like, like, shorting Facebook. <laughs> read the tea leaves to me, friend. I want to hear I, about he it. He has a pretty interesting point there, he too. He does. Honestly, they deserve to rot for how, well, like, a lot. but like, For many things. Many things, but, like, I feel like marketers forgave them way too early for that video thing. Yeah. Like, they what lied the about their video stats. And, like, in response to, like, tons of orgs, like, hired full-time video people, like, fired other people. And they were like, whoops a doodle. We lied. And people, like, scrambled to, like, quickly learn a new skill set. Like, yeah. not cool. Anyways, um, at some point, he gets invited to the Pentagon. Well, this part was actually true, right? Or is that just the first yes, part of the I Pentagon? Think so. To, like, crack some code. And then, like, a few days later or weeks later, I don't know how much the time He's is. He's like, I'm bored with my career. Nobody trusts me with the big top secrets. And then all of a sudden, wouldn't you know it, Right. the secret agent is like, I need specifically you. And it's Ed Harris, who's yeah. just cool. I love Ed Harris. I love Ed Harris. Yeah. That guy, he shows up and I'm like, for sure, okay, bud. Okay, let's go. So and Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I trust them. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ed Harris approaches him and is like, I need, I work for the DOD, we have like a top secret mission. We need you to help us with something for the Soviets. Which I was looking at Ed Harris's Wikipedia. There's very little on his personal life section. He's been married to the same woman since like 1983. Um, but the one notable thing was that he and his wife like pointedly did not stand during the standing ovation for Elia Kazan when he got his honorary Oscar. Uh, because they were like, you sold out your friends to HUAC. Yeah. Period. I mean, okay. it, it was pretty disgusting. Yeah. So he makes some comment. And now his granddaughter is acting. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, Fine. we can't all control what our grandparents did. So, and I'm like, period, girl, I <laughs> get you. Love light, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, <laughs> I could never step up here and tell you that I can judge you off the actions of your grandparents. Absolutely not, girl. I'd be in jail, honey. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um... So, he starts teaching, I guess, at a college, but he's got, like, a really shitty attitude about it. Like yeah, he's for, like, like, no clear reason, too. He's like, you guys are wasting my time. Okay. I'm and sorry. He's like, so, he's like, here's a really tough equation. I'm going to put it on the board. I don't know. Just sort of solve this. So, a pretty girl. Mm-hmm. The only pretty girl that's in the entire class. And the only girl, I think, at Probably all. Probably in the whole school. In the whole school. Jennifer Connelly. Um is one of his students and she comes to his office hours and is like I think I solved the problem and he's like you didn't and then she's like can I take you to dinner and he's like yeah for sure so they go to this like ball like a big function this seems very formal for a first date it does and it's like she just had that dress like yeah okay the math isn't quite mathing well they, they might have been at a five guys burger and fries it might have been and he was delusional <laughs> that's so true <laughs> wow um what can you trust in this but film? this is inappropriate yeah teacher student things i know happened at this time but well, i also think that she was um maybe a master's student yeah, I think that's true, too, but, like, still, that's somebody that's, like, your teacher. That's yucky. Yeah, I don't know, man. People, some people are chiller about that. I think that I personally wouldn't uh, do that. I, <laughs> good for you guys, but I'm different. Yeah. Um, so they go on, like, another date. They're, like, sitting in a field or something. I don't know, having a picnic. And he's, like so deeply awkward and he tells her basically that he's like I know like social custom would say that we should continue doing things platonically to get to know each other before deciding if we want to have before we want to sleep together but like I want to have sex with you and she's like okay yeah did the cool girl act if someone said that to me I'd be like tough titty said the kitty I would be like I'm I'm not I have a headache (laughs) (laughs) I would be like I'm gonna tell your supervisor that you spoke to me in this way what, yeah. How am I well, to respond to this? I don't know, man. She might have been into him, so who knows? Maybe she was like, thank God you said it. But, like, that's the impression it wouldn't that be the me. movie gives because Ron Howard yeah. made the movie. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, you do see so many, like... Just, like, 
just like boy idiot moments where it's like, hey, guess what? I don't think that's cool. I don't think it's cute. Yeah. But I encountered it in real life. I wouldn't give that guy the time. I would of day. run the opposite way. But yeah. also, like, I did notice a couple times in this that there's like, it's kind of like how Sorkin has his little things where it's oh like these God. these men, these like older men, just get real schmaltzy about certain types of things, and it's like. Shut up. Like, anytime, anytime, like, an old man is getting his accolades, they're like, let's swell the music, guys. Yep. Guys. <laughs> guys. Guys. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. No, they really are, it's like this, like, I don't know, lingering effect of, like, an honor yeah. thing. Yeah. You know? Again, none of these, none of these men really, like, went to war. Right. <laughs> so. Right. I mean, good, I, Thanks for inventing game theory, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I don't know what that actually is, but go off. <laughs> um, they also said something about how he, one of his little math diddles that he did was, um, it in, impacted the economy in a huge way, but also it was like impacting like biological research. And I was like, I don't think math can do both of those. <laughs> right, right. Whatever right. little cutie patootie well, like theorem you had. And then I guess I kind of thought he was, like, a scientist or something, but he was, like, an economist. Yeah, I thought that he was, Which, like, is that a theoretical. Science? Is that a science? It's often in the liberal arts. That's what I thought, but it seems like the most mathy of all the liberal arts, for sure. It definitely is, but... Oh, God, I hated economics in high school. I, I took liked I took, it. like... I like a little smell. ...level economics. And this poor man that was... same teacher. ...so gross but he was fighting for his damn life like that man showed up it's pretty brave honestly to show up every day looking (laughs) beaten to death in front of like a bunch of 18 year olds that are like i I am now and i'm like who's i'm over every day had to be (laughs) because he might be drunk even because you how do you do that job being around a bunch of people that are weeks from graduating and trying to be like this is why it's important for you guys to understand supply and demand he didn't pretend it was important for us god he He showed us some john stossel i'm like okay (laughs) oh he was okay bless his heart it's like so dull but he told us like uh for weeks he like built up the story that he was going to tell us about the cake story and i was like okay tight and and it was so boring the story was that he had some birthday cake that he slowly ate over the course of a week like not realizing that the ingredients were like definitely turning (laughs) and he like ended up in the hospital with like some extremely rare kind of foodborne illness that was the story (laughs) also um my friend, a friend of mine who shall remain nameless, told me that he, like, he, like, first of all, like, lived not far from her, so she'd, like, see him in the neighborhood sometimes, but she was, like, he, like, straight up came to somebody's graduation party, like, party party, Just like, with teenagers drinking, and he was, like, yeah, I definitely belong at this party. Oh, He was my hanging out God. with a bunch of teenagers. This man looked like Senior Card Gage from Homestar Runner. <laughs> he did <laughs> spiritually i don't know if he actually did but no, it was the same vibe he also had sort of like a, a ron livingston <laughs> yes run ex- through <laughs> sort of a vibe that i would love exactly. for any of the like woodlands high alum that listened to like tell me his name and also tell me to chill because that's a human being with feelings he's probably in his 40s now no Gotta girl be. i think he's gonna be in his 50s i remember his name I'm not going to say it on this podcast. I'm excited to hear it afterwards. I know his last name. I can't remember his first name. I bet. Um, I bet he's. It'll come to us. Yeah. Anyways, so um, when he goes back to visit Princeton, he, like, runs into this cute little girl who's, like, clearly been put up to, like, going to prank him by her her uncle. And it's Charles again. Yeah. It's like, okay, so now he's got, like, a whole side character. I can't (laughs) believe he came up with that. The complexity. Um, He gets in this, like, crazy car chase with the Soviets and Ed Harris, allegedly. Uh-huh. And then gets home, and he's like, you gotta go to your mom's house, take the kid, You're, we're not safe here. And his wife is like, um, the hell? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you talking about? And instead decided to sort of get you committed. <laughs> yeah. So she goes to see his office, and she's like, what the heck is this? <laughs> it's just covered, like, magazine things. And you he's like... she was mad as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been. And um, he's like... 
figuring out patterns or something like secret messages he thinks from magazines yes which i'm not i don't mean to have this tone of voice it's just no no because it's really honestly sad but like it was just so wild and sort of shocking <laughs> it was <laughs> and then christopher Plummer. because i was on in. his side yeah oh yeah christopher Plummer comes in like coming in to administer shock therapy yeah for, what was it five times a week for 10 weeks that was something insane god and then so he's like when he gets home it's like very clearly you got to stay home you're not allowed to work anymore kind of a vibe and so she's like having to raise their kid and like work some job where she mentioned something about like oh i can get three hours of overtime today i'm gonna like leave the kid with my parents for a little longer so he's like just at home by himself and he starts to like not take his medicine uh-oh and then gets and the people come back here we go again oh yeah when he's at the psych hospital it turns out like the guy he's claiming was his contact the dod like just didn't exist oh yeah and so they're like oh okay this is all not for real um so shit comes to a head when he leaves the baby in the tub Ooh, that stressed me out that was a cute baby though very cute baby um he's like oh you know i'm running the bath water the baby's just laying here on its back (laughs) the water's rising around it and his wife comes home and she's like what what is going on and he's like oh it's okay charles is watching the baby and she's like there's no body here so (laughs) i don't know um so, anyways, he goes back to Josh Charles, who was, like, sort of a frenemy vibe, I guess. Yeah. Like and he's a, like, would you... like you, but I sure as hell respect you kind of thing. <laughs> Very much that. Exactly. Um, and he's like... It, my wife kind of thinks, like, if I'm in a familiar environment again, like, that'll kind of help with my mental illness. Um, not an immediate fix. No. Nope. Actually sort of worsens things in the near term. But um, once he gets back on his medication and, like, stays there... And he, like, actually tells Charles and the niece, like, this is the last time I'm going to speak to you. Because I know, like, you're real to me, but you're not, like, real. So yeah. Whatever. And so he, like, tells someone later, like, yeah, I'll still see those people. Oh, that was, like, so creepy to me. But, I like, I see things, but I know that they're not actually there. And I'm like, yeah. ooh. Because they all look pissed with him, too. Yeah. God. It's so, have you ever heard, there was somebody that made, like, a TikTok that was, like, someone that actually had schizophrenia that was like this is what it sounds like in my head and they had like voice actors like and it was just a lot it sounded like you're hearing like a lot of conversations and sometimes people are like directing things directly at you that are really mean but it's like distinct voices like like characters oh it seems very unpleasant to live with no way um but he's won like hella prizes like um so game theory like John Nash is, oh, it ends with him, like, the a Nobel Prize guy comes to talk to him basically to, like, suss out whether he would, like, accidentally make a scene with his mental illness on stage if he won an, a Nobel Prize, which is, like, okay. Sure. And while they're in the teacher's lounge or whatever that was, it's, like, a big dining hall, I guess, uh-huh. for professors. He has, he gets to see, like, all the professors give him their pens or something. I didn't catch what the deal was with the pens, but it's some I don't sort either. of, like, honor. yeah. And then he ends up winning the the Nobel Prize. But he, um, so he and Alicia actually got divorced after like three years the first time. Whoa. Um, uh, no, sorry, six years. And I think it was because she was like, I, this is like too hard, you know, whatever. But he always like lived kind of like in a guest house, I think, on her property. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the impression that she kind of, like, always stayed taking care of him. And they actually remarried in 2001. Oh, a long time after. Yeah, yeah. They had been divorced for, like, 37, 38 years by that point. Wow. Yeah. Um, anyways, but he, um, he's one, what was it that, shoot. Oh, yeah. Nash bargaining game, Nash blowing up, Nash equilibrium. Like, all of these have their own Wikipedia pages. Oh, yeah. Wow. I'm not going to learn anything. <laughs> I know. Um, My relationship so, with John Nash ends today that yeah. I recorded this podcast. <laughs> so he won, like, a John Newman Theory Prize, a Nobel Prize. John Von Newman, sorry. Um, but in 2015, when he won the Abel Prize, which I've never heard of. I'm sure it's, like, a really big deal, but I didn't know. Um, which was in Denmark, I guess. On the way home from it, he and Alicia, their cab got in a car accident and they died Man, together that is sad. isn't that so sad i mean he was 86 so it's like he had a long life but like that's a really sad way to go yeah 
Definitely. Sucks for their kids. Sucks for their kids. Anyways, uh, I thought this movie was rather mid, personally. I did, too. And it, I remember it getting praised quite a bit. Oh, I think it won Best Picture. Which is, like, it was totally mid. It's so mid. It's, like, um, did it win Best Picture? Let me see this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Listen to this. Um, four Academy Awards. Best Picture, Best Director, Best Adapted Screenplay, and Best Supporting Actress for Connolly. Good for her. Good for her. It was also nominated for Best Actor, Film Editing, Makeup, and Original Score. I mean, okay. like, but this, I think maybe it's because this became the blueprint that too many biopics used and then it became trite. Like maybe this was fresh when it came out. Maybe. Or just maybe we were all in the mood for really, so I mean, this was depressing. 2001. It came out December 21st, 2001. So maybe oh, everyone was yeah. like in the mood, like a mood for a sad, but ultimately sort of feel good at the end kind of a story. We needed that for a while. Things we were trite, but when I look back on it, I'm like, that's just what we needed. It's what we needed. Yeah. Anyways, and, what are we watching next week? Well, I was just thinking, have we watched History Boys? And have I asked you this recently? I don't think I've ever seen it. Is it a period piece? Yes, it is set in Histoire. the 80s. Poo. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Period. Poo. We are watching that. That was the most pregnant poo I have ever seen. We are watching it. The yeah. 80s in... In England? In England. In Thatcher, England. A barrel of sure. For sure. Absolutely. Wow, it was a play first. Did you know this? I did know this. Okay, cool. Yeah, I am... I'm down to watch that. Okay. That sounds great. History Boys it is. Fantastic. Well, until next time... Watch that film if you want to, but if not, I don't know. I don't know. I get it. Have a good day. Whatever. Bye. Bye.